Hey y'all, welcome back to the Hey Dad, Can You Talk podcast. I'm Bailey, I'm your host, and each week we call my dad Toby and we just have a fun, short discussion about different things like parenting, marriage, mental wellness, things that everybody's struggling with or wants to talk to somebody about, but maybe you don't have that person to call. Well, I have been around for 34 years and I've been talking to my dad for most of those years about my struggles and he just always has really great wisdom to share. And so we thought it would be helpful for you guys to get to peek in on these conversations and um, also get some of his wisdom. And so we are excited about these weekly conversations. We're excited you're here and I'm looking forward to today's podcast. So let's get this show on the road. Let's call my dad. Well, hello, Bailey. How are you? Hi, dad. I'm liking the flannel you got on today. Well, you know, I'm believing for something better here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Same here. I crank my air down so that I actually feel like it might be fall, but inside my house. Isn't it crazy, man? We can't wait for it to get cool. And then once it starts getting cool, we can't wait for it to get hot. True, true. <laughs> and it's got all of us up in the sniffles with all this changing of the weather. So that's yes. fun. Yes, it does. Uh, your mother has been sound like a chain smoker. <laughs> Okay, let's not throw mom under the bus today, dad. Come well, on. I didn't say she was a chain smoker. I said she was sounding like one because her allergies were so bad. Don't um. don't try to put, don't try to turn that B. Don't turn me. Don't try to turn your mother against me. I won't. I won't. Um, how was your trip to Costa Rica? You just got back. Unbelievable. You know, was, you got to launch Gobi and Central American Spanish and uh I got to speak at a women's conference. Think about that. Yeah, five, five keynote speakers, four <laughs> that women, was awesome. and me, and you. But you're, and, you always say you're part girl, anyways. So should in be another fun. language, I got to be part girl. Mm. So it was so fun. It got to talk to so many people, and the coo- a cool story I didn't tell you is we got to the airport, mm-hmm. and uh, I heard hi, hi, Pastor Toby, and I turned around, and it was somebody from the church that worked at American Airlines who literally was working our gate and is uh-uh. on the plane, told us he'd been reading the book uh, on no, not yet. Yeah. And how much it was helping him. So it was really fun. Oh, that's cool. Kind of leave the country like that. What is on no for our listeners? They're not going to know what that yet is. Is the book that I wrote about my life. It's a book aimed at adults. Just talking about the things I've learned on this journey and uh, toward mental wellness and, uh, so we it was translated first into Spanish, not yet was into in, which is translated on no. Yeah, uh, awesome. and it was the first one that we did before we did Toby the Gobi. So it was fun. Good. Well, this week we're continuing talking a little bit about holiday stress, or also called holiday prep, getting ready for the holidays, which is. I know crazy to think about, but it is officially November. So therefore it is a holiday season, even though I do already have my uh, Christmas door hangers on and the kids are asking me when we're going to decorate the tree. How do you feel about that? Well, that's a softball because you know how I feel about that. (laughs) I I feel like somehow Thanksgiving has become just lost in the shuffle. And it used to be the big 
question was, can we put up our Christmas tree before or after Thanksgiving? Now it is, oh, maybe we'll wait till Halloween. So <laughs> I'm, I'm a guy who likes to wait and uh, not rush through Thanksgiving season, but I'm softening. I'm getting better about it, I think. Yeah, you can still celebrate Thanksgiving with Christmas decor up. Doesn't mean you don't like Thanksgiving. It's just, you know whatever. Um, well, I've already experienced, I feel like in the last week, I think because as November begins, we start planning a lot of people probably plan before I do, but start thinking about all that comes with Christmas, uh, with the gifts. We kind of talked about this last week, but like spending more money on Thanksgiving, you know, like there's just a lot more stuff, gas, if you're traveling air, whatever it is. And I've got to thinking about how much pressure we put on ourselves um, to make it the holidays so special. Um, and as a parent, for me, you know, especially for my kids, like how much is too much, how much is not enough. I don't, you know, like I'm afraid of them waking up on Christmas morning and being like, this is what we <laughs> like, just being honest. I mean, like obviously this is first world problems. And so I try to keep that into perspective for me, but like how we, do you have any wisdom on that? Like how to set your kids up to be, to enjoy it and be grateful, but not to set them up to be expectant of it, everything looking a certain way, I guess. I don't know. It's hard. Yeah. You know, one of the things that uh, we talk about in Gobi school in these little three hour workshops we do for parents and young kids talking about helping them connect God's power to their, their challenges in life is I talk about this need that we have as parents to be the hero. Mm -hmm. And uh, we weren't designed to be the hero. Only God was designed to be the hero. And that's, I think this applies here as well. It's like, man, I mean, this sounds cliche, especially if somebody new's listening, I'm not that guy, but it's like, man, how do you make God the center of this season? Really? Right. Uh, you know, how do you elevate him and de-elevate some of the things that uh, can trip you up? And I think there's two questions that you've got to ask if you want to really enjoy the holidays. Mm -hmm. uh, two questions. The first question is, and is on January the 15th, <laughs> uh, what would I like my life to look like around me and inside me? Mm -hmm. You know, what would I like my life to look like around me? And what would I like my life to look like inside me on the 15th of January? And if you could take some time in November to really contemplate that, pray about that, spend a little of your quiet time there. Uh, I think then you could plan your season as much as you can plan it through the filter of those questions you're asking. Like around me, I don't want to owe more money than I have mm -hmm. on January 15th. I do not want to get into a fight with my mate or be panicked as a single parent about the bills that are coming in. Well, then I'm going to make some decisions about what I'm going to, how I'm going to spend my money. Mm -hmm. Number two, I don't want to be stressed. I don't want on the 15th to be as tired as I was on the 25th. Mm -hmm. So then my counselors always said to me, 
people start with what should I say no to? And until you know what you want to say yes to, you can't mm-hmm. decide what you're going to say no to. So those two questions are about here's what I'm going to say yes to. And then you make your decisions in this season based upon those things. So if you want to look back and say, hey, man, my kids had a healthy view of what the holidays were all about. You know, this I'm going, you know, God was the center of our holiday. Then you probably ought to plan some times during the holidays where your kids do something for somebody else, you know, mm-hmm. and kind of, you know, the third pillar of Gobi, the book, Toby the Gobi, is we can help others along the way. And so we're mm-hmm. going to make exciting the opportunity to help others along mm-hmm. the way. And I think if you focus a lot on how you can help others and do things for others, then it, the natural tendency is, man, when I get focused on other people, then it's not as much about me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think a way you do that is, you know, one of the tools that that we give out free, I know we're probably going to give it out in this holiday season, is our gratitude journal. Mm-hmm. And you take a gratitude journal and and as you're bringing the kids back from something you've done, whether it's delivering cookies to it, to somebody in a nursing home, you know, whether, whether it's going to a friend's house that they lost a grandparent this year or a mom or a dad, and you're taking a little something to them again, just a, it doesn't have to be big it's symbolic on the way home. I think you would talk about what you're grateful for. Isn't it, aren't, isn't it great that we still have, you know, a meat that we still have honey and papa and that we still have what they call Mike. Papa. Papa and uh Marmy. And Marmy. And mm-hmm. we can be grateful for our grandparents as we come home from someone who lost a grandparent. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just one example. But you there's all kinds of ways that you could just schedule into what you're doing. So if that's what you want to do, you there might be a party that you don't go to. Why? Because this is your big yes. And once you've chosen your yes, then the no's take care of themselves. And I think, honestly, man, in our lives, we don't take enough time to figure out what our yes is. Yeah. And you know that I've been in Costa Rica, in Abilene, at Cross Timbers, in Argyle. I've I've been teaching this message about Bluey. And this message about seasons of life. Well, this is a season, a little piece of a season, the holiday season. Mm -hmm. And this season is supposed to prepare you for the next season that's coming. Right. That's a that's a part of what a season is about, that God Mm -hmm. gives these chronos kairos moments in the Hebrew language, the seasons that he's preparing you for something else. And that means you've got to spend some time thinking about what God is preparing you for. What, 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 what do you want to, what do you want it to look like around you? What do you want to look like inside of you? Mm-hmm. And then you build a schedule around that. If you don't, then what happens is, you know, that last minute trip you make to Walmart or Target or wherever you go <laughs> to get the last second. And it's just that frantic and you start just pulling crap off the shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I yes. just got to get something to fill this stocking or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what your life becomes. It's not just mm-hmm. that moment. It's this season becomes that mm-hmm. because you're just, yeah, we got to go to this. Yeah, we got to do this. Oh, yeah, I have to do this. It's possible, but it's going to take some time and some intentionality. Yeah, that's good. I mean. 
Yes. I'm just thinking about all the conversations Grant and I should have before, (laughs) before the season start, like, how are we going to make God the center for our family? And what does that look like with, you know, our kids? And, but definitely, like you said, I think being proactive is the answer because otherwise we're just like going from one thing to the next. And if we don't know our priorities, then we can just get overwhelmed a lot quicker. And I think we throw out this making God the center kind of concept and people start, people discard it because they think, oh, that means we got to all cross our legs and have a Bible study and sing, you know, how great thou art. Yeah. I mean, we, it's not, I mean, it's practical. It's love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. I mean, the, the heart of God and the fruit of a, a life with God. So, man, we want to have peace in this season. We want there to be real joy. We, we we want there to be love for other people, it not, not being all about us. I mean, it's those practical things that as you have these conversations, as you and Grant have these conversations, it's a lot better than, okay, what's the budget and what's our schedule? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. that ends up, you know, not well most of the time <laughs> yeah. for people. But you can agree upon, hey, man, like I I really hope that this season our kids learn a little bit about what it means to give to others and that Mm -hmm. they can find some joy in it. And the way you find joy in giving is you give and it doesn't Mm -hmm. it's it doesn't happen right at first. It happens along the way. Yeah, that's good. We uh, had a this is not to toot my horn. This is just. Um, something that happened to me recently that I kind of had an epiphany. (laughs) That's a softball. I'm going to let that go. (laughs) Gideon had a friend who was sick and he, I said, well, we should, you know, take him some soup or something if he's, because he had, I think, strep and flu. And so me and the kids like got together one day after school and we went to DG at Dollar General for those of you who don't live (laughs) in the place where Dollar Generals are on every corner, but we call it the DG. So we went there and we got some soup and we, you know, just canned soup and um, we got like some, a little toy and a few other things. And Gideon gave him some of his Halloween candy because he had to miss Halloween. And um, I think we spent like $20, you know, so it wasn't like a huge thing. Like I, I didn't make homemade soup. Like I wish I would have. And I did. <laughs> Like I had all these plans, but that didn't happen. So we took it and dropped him off it off on his porch and then left. And um, Gideon wrote him a card, you know, and everything. And on the way home, we got to talking about why we do that, you know, and like, I, I don't know. It's like, I, it taught me probably just as much as it taught them, you know, it doesn't have to look like, like I said, like homemade soup or like this big thing, but just showing people that you're thinking about them and that you they're loved. Like I thought, you know, if I could be more intentional with doing this with the kids, then that's what they're going to do, you know, as they get older and their friends are, you know, that with their kids or I don't know, just like, like you, you say a lot about how they see what we do. And that means more than what we say. And it can definitely like we, you know, it obviously took us time after school that, you know, and resources, but I thought about the, what, what they were learning from that and how important that was for them. And for me to remember, like, 
to sacrifice for other people and it doesn't have to be huge. And so, like I said, that wasn't like this planning thing that I did to teach them. I think it just happened that way, you know? Um, and so it was cool to have that conversation because also side note for me, Gideon's a lot like me. And so I got to talk to him about how we're not doing this so that your friend likes you more because you're giving to them, you know, or we're doing this just to show love and not expect anything in return. Um, and so that was also a good conversation we got to have. So, so you saying that about how we can do this in the holidays is a, is, is got me thinking. And I like that. I like that idea. Well, I guarantee you one of the things that you will say, because I know you, <laughs> when you is, man, I want to look back on January 15th and say, this was fun. Yeah. Well, make it fun. All the kids making cookies together and with Christmas songs and you guys eating some cookies, that's fun. And then yes. you all pile in the car and go to the down to that little nursing home. Yes. And it, it, that's that, that, I mean, th- that it doesn't have to be either or. It's not like, oh, we got to do this God stuff, then we're going to do this Santa stuff. That's right. Not, that, that's, that is a jacked up way of thinking. It's like, right. how, can, how can we have fun doing things that Jesus does? Right. Yep. And the impact it's going to have on our kids long term and what they're going to remember, you know. I have to tell myself all the time, they're not going to remember how many presents they get, like, you know, half of the stuff I'm about to throw away before that they got last year to get ready for this, you know, like, so what is going to be memorable and what's going to teach them something long-term. So I think that's a good thing to start thinking about now before things start to get crazy. <laughs> Cause well, like you said, it will be like pulling stuff off the shelf last minute. That's a crazy feeling for sure. Yeah. That's how you, I think that's how, where we started today, you know, kind of <laughs> me make fun of this whole, Right after Halloween, we start, you know, putting things in our door. Well, you have a, you know, we have three weeks or two and a half weeks, whatever it is, until Thanksgiving. Yeah. You have some time to plan something. This get in this space, plan this way. I think we'd be glad we did. I agree. I agree. Well, thanks for sharing that today, Dad. Good things to be thinking about this holiday season. So we feel less overwhelmed and more prepared. And I like just, I like the thought that we kind of talked about last week. I just want to be the healthiest version of me during the season, not the stressed out version. So I think Grant would appreciate that too. Yes, he would. I think he would as well. (laughs) Did you see our little kitty running around back there? I was going to let that go today. You told me these this month we were going a little short. And so I, if once I got started, I'm not sure I'd be able to stop. Okay. 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 Well, we'll just let's next week. Though. Let's, next week, let's begin talking about Pistol Pete. The cat. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Love you, dad. I hope you have a good rest of your day. Love you too, baby. Love you. Love you. Thank y'all for tuning in again this week. Sorry for the breathiness. The sniffles are real around here, but um, I really do hope that you can take some time this week to plan out what you want your holiday season to look like and what you want to be important. And I really liked what dad said about what do you feel like you're going to care about or want to look back and remember about the holiday season on January 15th when it's over. I was especially convicted by what he said about what do you want your uh, bank account to look like. So (laughs) I'm going to have to go process and write all that down with uh, my husband, but I'm so glad you're here. We hope that you'll be back next week and we hope you'll share our episode with a friend. Bye.